Hey now, I'm back everyone. Hope you're having a great weekend. It is sunny here today, so I'm going to try to get out there and enjoy a little bit of this weather. But nonetheless, let me do some industry entertainment news updates, reality TV, etc. I'm trying to do it all in this one podcast. Let's start with Sharon Osbourne. Um, it has been um, placed out there in the media streets that Sharon Osbourne um will be leaving or has you know is no longer with the talk and i don't think that comes as a surprise uh the issue i think that a lot of people has why did it take so long well this was a legal battle this was a legal issue this was something that you know you had a situation where sharon didn't believe that she did anything wrong sharon accused the network of well the producers of entrapment so to it took a while because you know the network needed to get their lawyers to deal with her complaint and um also see how they can best work the situation out i.e of uh, some type of severance package for her you know so we knew that she would be leaving now there was also this question how come they just why would the uh, show have to go on hiatus. Why couldn't they just have her sit out? Because that means that they're singling her out as being a problem. So again, from a legal standpoint, everything that was done was legal. And so they, I'm sure they came to whatever sizable uh, financial conclusion. And she has, you know, since then has been told to leave. I'm not worried about her and what she's going to be doing because she'll land on her feet someplace else. I think this is no, this isn't the last time we will see Sharon Osbourne. She'll pop up on some other network, doing some other talk show, hosting of some sort. She'll come around. It'll, you know, I'm her PR team probably told her, you know, stay lay low for a little while, and then she'll pop back up when you least expect it. So that's the news on Miss Sharon Osbourne. The other things that's been going on, um, there's talk about. Um, I think it's a, he's a country artist, Little Nas X. I have heard of his name. I've never really followed him or listened to his music enough to say that I, you know, I, I really enjoy his music or I, I know a lot about him because I don't. You know, I know he's a country music star. I know he is a black gay man. And, um, you know, he's a black gay man that's in the genre of music that isn't typical for black people in general. Um, you have a few, but not a lot of major artists. And he is a, apparently he's, I think he's won some industry awards. I think he might've won a Grammy or two or something. You know, like I said, I'm not sure, but he's a popular individual. And I guess he, um, in this latest music venture, he did a video and uh, this video is causing a bit of a stir. You know, he is taking a lot of things from Christianity and using it you know, find, I guess he's looking at it from a um, hypocrisy of Christianity when it comes to gay uh, men. And so he did a video and in his video, he is dancing with the devil. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. So he's dancing with the devil and doing his thing. Um, I think the video is called Montero. From my understanding, Montero is his, I think that's his first name. So call me by your name. And it's, I saw the video. It's a catchy song. I, I get the video. Um, I don't really get the uproar other than the fact that he's using all the things that's been said about gays and drug usage and 
where gays are going. I guess he just take took all of those things and just turned it on his head, you know. And you know, he's he's pole dancing and dancing with the devil, and he kills the devil, and he becomes the devil, and all that. I didn't really see a lot of issue, but there are some concerns. And one of the concerns is that he is very heavily popular with the uh, teens, and I didn't know that. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, this might be taking things a bit far in that realm. But I looked at his video pretty much like the many thousands of videos I've seen that's very sexualized and, you know, takes into consideration uh, the hypocrisy of, you know, whatever religion, the views of the, of, of society, et cetera, you know, Madonna for many years, that's all that she used to do, you know, um, um, when it comes to sexualization in the music video industry, I didn't see his no different than, you know, other popular artists who use their sexuality as part of, who, you know, they, they they glorify it and they utilize it and it has become popular. Did you see the Grammys with um, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion? So, I, I, I you know, I'm not really understanding the uproar, but I did want to mention it. There's a lot of talk about it. I think he's trending on all social media networks. You can go check out his video on YouTube. So that's it for Lil Nas X. Um, other things going on. Megan McCain. Um, once again, she has made mention of things that make her look silly. You know, it's one thing to have an opinion. It's another thing to have an opinion that actually can be used against you. And, you know, here she is talking about, you know, that people, you know, uh, we shouldn't, you know, look people over for jobs. And, you know, if you have a white person in a room with a black person and the black person is not as qualified as the white person, you know, why would you look over the white person in favor of the black person? And people shouldn't be getting by um, just because they are of a mi of minority, all that type of stuff. I mean, it, it's just like, okay, people shouldn't be given opportunities because of the minority group they're in. People should only get the jobs that they get because they have worked hard and have deservingly been placed in a position uh, you know, to give these opportunities. And it's so ironic that she's saying this. And the joke is, girl, the only reason that you're on The View is because of your father. The only reason that you got gained popularity and started writing blogs and start, you know, getting opportunities on other networks like Fox is because of your father, not because you were qualified. You didn't go to school to study journalism. You didn't go to school to study political science. You, you know, you went to, you were art major. So it was odd and ironic that she would have such strong opinions about a topic that works against her. <laughs> so that's, the, you know, but, you know, that is the Megan McCain update. That's what's going on with Miss Megan. We're going to let it fly with that. Um, what other things? Um, I, I did a podcast uh, yesterday. I was talking about the. Um, Melody S. Holt interview with Funky Dineva. Make sure you check that out. Love and Marriage Huntsville will be on um, tonight. So I will do a video about um, 
the episode tonight. Based on the previews, it looks like uh, Martell will be in therapy yet again, talking about his decision as to why he stepped out on his marriage. I can't wait to discuss that further. Let me know if you like that interview. I really found it to be interesting. I know people want to hear also from Martell's point of view um, as well. And they also want to hear from the person that Martell was in this five-year relationship with. So I uh, <laughs> I think that'll be interesting to see in itself. Um, you know, I, I would love to see if she actually ever gets a chance to get on that uh, on that show. It would really, really, I think, knock the ratings out for it. But I, I don't know if it's not looking likely, but we'll see if some magic can be worked to make that happen. Um, I was going to do a separate podcast for RuPaul's Drag Race, and then I thought about it. I'm like, uh, you know, RuPaul came on last night. It was the, um, this one was the, the uh, what, what, what was it? This one, they had to do a roast. It's not easy doing a roast, okay? It's not easy. It is one of those things that you either have that capability and that quick wit and know how to deliver those lines, or you don't. And last night's episode was really, the only two people that did very well are the two people that have won the mini challenge, and that was Candy Muse and Rosé. Rosé won the mini challenge. I mean, Rosé and Candy Muse were, you know, they won the mini challenge. They got a chance to select where everybody was going to be placed. Candy ended up opening the act, opening the show. Rosé ended up being um, to be the, uh, who ends the show and then everybody else in between. And I'm going to tell you that it's, this was cringeworthy. It really was. Candy did very well opening up the act. She was good. She was funny. And she looked great. So I have to give it to her. She looked great. And there wasn't no, um, you know, separate, you know, doing a runway thing. They just got judged based on how they looked in the roast and what they delivered. Simone looked absolutely amazing. She kind of gave me the Whitney Houston look a little bit, reminded me a little bit of Whitney Houston. But as far as her delivering, horrible. Her lines were just not hitting. She just, she stayed in character, but she just, well, no, it, it didn't work flat. She ended up in the bottom. You had, oh God, Utica was an absolute abysmal. He was horrible. When I tell you that he he just was he just went to an all-time low where everybody was actually making fun of him. He tried to get at Lonnie Love and her comic career. And 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 she turned around and said, But you're the one sitting up here bombing. It was a mess. And then he tried to get at Rue about Rue's fashions, and Rue just gave him the, the middle finger. Utica. By all intents and purposes, it didn't even have to go any further. We knew um, we knew Utica was going home. Period. It was awful. You know, God Nick was not memorable. Not I don't even know what God Nick said. Olivia was kind of this trying to be childlike and innocent, and I, I don't know. It just wasn't. It was flat. And then you had Rose. So the two bottom queens were Simone and Utica, and Simone won. Utica went home. Now the question. The question um, that is on everyone's mind is, or a lot of people's minds that watch the show, who is going to finally make that top four spot? And here's what I think. Rosé and Simone have been really, really consistent for the most part. Both of them are very good. Uh, although Rosé has never been in the bottom, you know, that's really interesting. Uh, Simone's been in the bottom once. So hmm, kind of interesting there. I think the two of them will actually be in the top four. The next two. I'm going to say God Mick for certain. I think God Mick has um, 
she's floated about. She's actually won, I think she's won two competitions. And the fourth person is a toss up. I'm kind of leaning toward Olivia. I've been really thinking that Olivia would definitely make the top four. But Olivia has not been really doing well. And then you got Candy. Now, Candy hasn't done well at all. Candy has just been barely making it, was actually at one point told to go home, and then Rue changed her mind. Um, just did win one competition. Candy is not, if you look at statistically speaking, Candy shouldn't make the top four. But I can see her based on personality alone slide in that top four spot. I can see it happening. So those are going to be in my top four because I think Olivia's just going to fizzle out. It really depends on what type of challenge is next. If it's a dancing, musical type situation, I can see Olivia getting it. If it's an acting challenge, I can see Candy getting it because Candy usually gets by just by being Candy. So that's my very, very, very brief RuPaul's Drag Race um, re uh, overview. So that's really all I got to say for today. See y'all later on for my review of Love and Marriage Huntsville. Talk to you later.